Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. This is Ebony Griffin. I'm your host of the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast. I'm joining you to discuss the light. Last month, I did an episode discussing salt, and it was entitled, You Are the Salt of the Earth. I did not mention it, but every month this year, I plan to dedicate at least one episode to identifying who you are in Christ. I strongly believe that when we know who we are, we can position ourselves to win and accomplish every aspect of our destiny. When we don't know who we are, We don't know where we're going, we don't know how to love others, and we especially do not know how to love ourselves. So as I mentioned, this episode is focused on the light. If you haven't heard the episode related to salt, I would say after you listen to this episode, take a listen to that one, light. So light is a visible wavelength. It's an electromagnetic frequency. Basically, the way we see it is the absence of darkness. The main source of light on earth is the sun, and a lot of people may not think about it, but I would also add fire. Fire is a light source. What do we use light for? Of course, we use it to see. Uh, I think we use it for movement, and I also believe that light is essential to growth. Uh, When we don't have enough light or no light at all, the image or the perception of things are marred or distorted. When we don't get enough light, deficiencies are triggered. Light is critical and the right and correct use of light is even more important. The Bible has much to say about light, so grab your pen and your paper. And I do have a lot of verses. You may jot those things down. And of course, after you finish with listening, then you can go ahead and check those scriptures out, read them. So God pronounced light within the first three verses of the Bible in Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. Within those three verses of the first book of the Bible, he distinguishes sun as light and moon as light. He tells us more about the purpose of the light in Genesis chapter 1 verse 14 and verse 19. Now it's fascinating that the last book in the Bible, Revelation, says one day... There will be no more light, I'm sorry, no more night, as in the moon, no more lamps or sun is needed because the Lord will be our light. Let me read that again. That's Revelation chapter 22, verse 5 says, one day there will be no more night, no lamps or sun is needed because the Lord will be our light. But until we see the Lord's glory and light form in heaven, Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 says, You are the light of the world. It reads, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. Now, I mean, that is power packed. It is saying you are the light of the world. I am the light of the world. We are the light of the world. And we get to... Be light because God is light and in him there is no darkness. 
God is the father of lights. Jesus is light. John chapter 8 verse 12. I told you I had a lot of scriptures. Uh, but John chapter 8 verse 12 says, God, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He that follows me will not walk in darkness. The Holy Spirit is also light, just in case you were wondering. In Revelation chapter 4 verse 5, it reads, and I'll just read a little bit of a portion of this, as the Holy Spirit is seen as light, as seven lamps of fire burning before the throne. So if you're a believer and God is your father, Jesus is your savior, and the Holy Spirit is inside of you dwelling, you are considered a light. Likewise, if you are not one of the believers, if you're a person that does not believe in Christ, if you're a person that does not, you know, believe in walking in the ways of God, if you are a person that doesn't believe in the Holy Spirit, that is considered darkness and it is deemed as walking in darkness. Light gives us understanding to the simple. Now, I know what I just said in regards to the darkness seems harsh, but the Bible is very particular about the distinctions between light and dark. I mean, again, when you focus on Genesis 1, God is very, very specific. Within the third verse, he is talking about there is a distinct distinction. There is a difference between light and dark. There's no in-between. There's no gray. And so uh, going back to what I said earlier about just believing it, believing God is the light, believing Jesus is the light, believing the Holy Spirit is the light. Those are indications of walking in light as a believer. Okay, so why? Light gives us understanding it gives understanding to the simple and light is evidence of life and God is considered life okay now if the lights went out just hypothetically if the lights went out where you are what would happen now naturally no lights means there's no power okay no movement not a lot of life at all you would have to make adjustments but not to the darkness you wouldn't want to make adjustments to the darkness. You will, individuals that are within the dark would want to be drawn closer to the light. They would be attracted to any light that was around. So why not make adjustments to the darkness? Well, you're the light, remember? You want to activate the light that's inside of you during a time where it's dark. Why? Because everything becomes visible when it is exposed to the light. When we walk in light, we have fellowship with others and we are cleansed by God. Our light brightens up families. Our light brightens up offices. It brightens up like a glow stick everywhere we go. So being, I mean, me talking about you are the light, it's not just as simple as clicking a switch on in the in the house being the light means that you radiate that you illuminate and you don't illuminate for you you illuminate because god has given you the light from him and that puts you in a position where you will attract other individuals sometimes you'll attract other light bearers sometimes you will attract the dark and we're going to talk about that a little bit later 
So the word of God is intentional about sharing our light with others, exposing others to the goodness of God, but not allowing ourselves to be bound together with unbelievers. Remember, I mentioned unbelievers are those individuals who are walking in darkness and being bound together means that you're entangled, that you're close knit, that you're enmeshed. And the word specifically asks us in Second Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14, it asks, what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? And what fellowship has light with darkness? Now, this question is asked because binding and enmeshing ourselves with ourselves as being the light with darkness diminishes and destroys the light. Remember, there is no gray. It's either your light or your dark. Okay, being bound or entangled with the darkest evidence of crookedness and perverseness to God. This is God's perception of darkness. Okay, and when we are bound to darkness, when someone is bound to darkness, that is evidence of crookedness and perception to God. As opposed to light, light puts you in a position as being perceived by God to believe to be blameless and harmless in the midst of the crookedness and the perverseness, which is why if it's dark, then people are attracted to the light. Okay. So five things I want you to remember about the light. Number one, I want you to shine. Do not dim your light for others. Let your light shine before men. It is very important for you not to dim or try to be gray in a in a time where there's no gray, it's just light or dark, and you're going to have to pick one. Shine, okay? Number two, if it's dark, don't join in or partner with the darkness. Number three, your light must be shared. We are commanded to share our light with others, and that's in Acts chapter 13, verse 47. Number four, remember where your light comes from. Your light comes from God. I can't say it enough. We do not have light because we're amazing. I'm Ebony. Everybody knows me as Ebony Griffin. I mean, it's a running joke. That's Ebony Griffin. That's true. But Ebony Griffin is not light on her own. Ebony Griffin is only light because of God. And some of you have seen Ebony Griffin dark. So you know that this change has is not because of Ebony Griffin. The change is because God changed my heart. And so that's why it's so very important for you to recognize where you stand. Are you light or are you dark? Okay, that was number four. Remember where your light comes from. Your light comes from God, so stay humble. Number five, this is the last one. If you don't shine, but you want the light, ask God for it. Ask God for it. Ask God for it. Admit that you're dark and ask God for his light. Ask God to remove any blockades. Ask God to remove any bitterness, any hate, any unforgiveness, any anger, hopelessness, depression, or anything else that's clouding your mind that will not allow you to be light. God wants you to be light. He wants you to be attracted to the light. He wants you to be a light bearer. So allow your light to shine brighter than a diamond by asking. Okay, so what's the big thought here? There are many harms living life without natural light, but nothing is more comparable to living in the spiritual dark. 
The process of becoming a child of God is working and walking in light, doing God's will and sharing the light with others. The light changes hearts, it changes behaviors, and it changes relationships. And I gave you myself as an example. So walk blameless. Let your light shine. Let your light be set ablaze and do not be afraid to light up a room. You are the light. Well, that's all for now. Until next time, good people. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Oh.